Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so I normally don't give my number out this easily. Yeah, no one believes that. Okay, <laughs> it's true. Okay, or this fast at least. Uh-huh. But it's okay. 78592. Oh, that was very oh, simple. Our number, I guess. our number. Oh, that's a text number. Yeah, our text number. But okay. whatever, just take what you can, okay? Just text in. No pics, though. But we're going to start the show right now. <laughs> it's time for my favorite segment of the week where we shine a spotlight on a true hero. Okay. This time, the hero isn't just one person. Really? It's the entire social media department of the Cleveland Browns football team. (laughs) Oh, God. They need some hero on that team. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing okay. But the other day, they took time to mock up some images and graphics for one of their players named Michael Dunn. Okay. An offensive lineman who was celebrating his birthday that day. Oh, that's awesome. That's a sweet thing to do. And they put it up on social media saying, Happy birthday, Michael Dunn. With a photo of him, you know, geared up in his Browns uniform and his helmet on. Okay, this sounds really like run-of-the-mill vanilla post. Two hours later, the Browns announced Michael Dunn was released from the team. Oh, Oh, no! That's I mean, it's during cut downs, you know, when they have to bring the roster down to 53 guys. So, I mean, maybe the social media people should have checked with the front office and asked, like, oh, it's this dude's birthday and we want to do a post about it. You think he's going to make the team this year? You know that there's, like, one (laughs) 25-year-old on the social media team that's like, this is why we need to be brought into these meetings. And the thing is, they didn't take it down either. 
So now the Whoa. birthday post still sits awkwardly <laughs> oh, on the Browns' no. Twitter timeline, <laughs> right below the list of him getting cut from the team. And he's I a mean, free agent. Wow. The funny <laughs> thing is, it's not the first time this has happened. Poor buddy. About oh. a month ago, the Green Bay Packers released a guy on his birthday. What? And that wasn't even during oh. cutdowns. He was the only player let go that day. Oh, what? My God. <laughs> they posted, happy birthday, dude. Bye. No. <laughs> So it's like a bad sign if you're starting to post happy birthday for you in the NFL. I know there's no good timing, but it's just one day a year you could skip (laughs) for the firing. Just one day. It's like if some successful radio station fired their executive producer on his birthday. (laughs) Yeah, that would be awful. Who would do that? That That certainly wouldn't happen here. Anyway, Cleveland Browns social (laughs) media team, you're our hero of the week. Yeah. Good work, guys. (laughs) Does that, I guess, the Cleveland Browns of radio? Yeah. <laughs> we are. <laughs> anyway, we got to get into the shot collar question of the day with the man who hasn't made a single mistake on our social media, the Brook and Jeffrey page, in seven years. Wow. Nothing you know about. Digital Jake, Yay. take it away. Just like the shot collar question starts off our program and is the most important segment of the show, mm-hmm. breakfast launches our mornings and it's the most important meal of the day. Oh. So delicious. September happens to be better breakfast month. That's why I've pan-fried some delicious and nutritious bites of sugar-frosted trivia mm. in a special sunny-side-up secret splash of Bailey's in Brooks coffee mm. cup <laughs> one-and-done shot-collar question of the day. Oh. Alexis, it's your turn. There's written records showing that the idea of breakfast first came from ancient Egypt. Hmm. Back then, peasants would eat only one heavy meal in the mornings before going to work, knowing it was the only thing they'd eat until they came home at the end of the day. Was it A, beer, bread, and onions, Yum. B, wild goat, honey, and wine, or C, the McFarrow breakfast sandwich? Oh, man. I want that to be a thing. I think the Cleopatra Happy Meal would have sold better. They have the best Egyptian fries. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, honey and wine seems breakfasty, right? Yeah, but you're you're talking peasants, right? Can they afford that? Can they afford that? True, it does sound a little fancy. I think honey was everywhere in ancient Egypt. That could be. Like, they used to, like, cover themselves in honey and, like, dance around. That's true. (laughs) That wasn't the pharaohs and stuff that would do that? I mean, we're talking, like, this was the peasants. I think the pharaohs would, would do it to the peasants. Oh, for fun. It's like a little game. I can see the peasants just ending up with some onions and stuff, too. Onion. I don't really get the onion, yeah. but yeah. I'm going to say the beer, bread, and onion, Jake. Alexis said beer, bread, and onions. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Expert in ancient Egypt over there. This is my specialty. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. All right. To our Cleopatra Brooke. Yes. When you take into account all the options that you can have for breakfast, there's one particular item that 13% of adults eat in the mornings now. Hmm. But as recently as 2007, that number was only 1%. Mm. What breakfast item made the sudden jump in popularity? When was the 1%? 2001? 2007. And today it's at 13%. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I think what got super trendy, super quick, is avocados. Yes. Right? Oh, that's and, a good one. And avocado toast specifically. Yeah. I don't know how specific I have to go on this one. Oh, I'm having that today. I was also thinking raw pumpkin spice powder. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's, like a it's kind of a new thing. I mean, I don't know that drinks count, so I'm going to say avocado toast. Brooke said avocado toast. That is... Uh, incorrect. Oh. I was looking for Greek yogurt. 
Oh, oh, oh. yogurt. It wasn't very popular before 2010, but it just showed up just in time for the low fat diet craze, and now 13% of people have it for breakfast. I, I only yogurt. eat full fat yogurt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke doesn't like the Greeks. Moving on. <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah. Plenty of people incorporate oatmeal into their morning routine nowadays, but back in the 1500s, it was used for an entirely different purpose. Hmm. Tell me what they used oatmeal for back in the Middle Aged England, Scotland, and Wales. Was okay. it A? Spackle to build their houses. Mm. B, Delicious. a healing balm to put on open wounds. Mm. Or C, cheap animal feed. Mm. Oh. Wow, this, I can see any of these. I, don't I know. know. Have you ever had a pot of oatmeal sit like and you don't wash it right away? Oh. That stuff is like cement. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's so gross. It is so hard to get off. And you pour it out and it's in the shape of yes. like the container. Oh. <laughs> That's why I like it. Spackle sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but also... Like, don't leave your oatmeal bowls out. Yeah, I don't know. The expert in like ancient history has been Alexis lately. I kind of want to get Alexis's vote here. Thank what do you, you. What Thank do you, you think that they would Thank use you. oatmeal I, she's for? She's so much. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, what do you want? Maybe the spackle. I'm kind of on Brooke's page. It's pretty shapeable. You're going with spackle? Okay, I'm going to take Alexis's lead and say they used it to spackle their houses. Jeffrey said spackling houses. That is... Uh, incorrect. Uh, it's because, uh, yeah, I listen oh, to Brooke. Wait, no, what? <laughs> it, it's an original, oh, Alexis. You, were, you, you changed my mind. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say what Jake's about to say. Uh, <laughs> Alexis was going to say animal feed. Yes. Animal uh, because it was considered too low quality for human consumption. Yeah, <laughs> very good work, Alexis. <laughs> Jeff and Brooke are getting shocked so far. Alexis is very smart and very safe. <laughs> Jose, it's your turn. Okay. The largest cereal brand in North America is Cheerios with sales at $436 million and 140 million boxes sold each year. Which cereal is number two? Ooh. Oh. I think what you need to do is place yourself in the cereal aisle and think about the brand that has the most variety. Because like Cheerios, there's so many different kinds now, right? That's true. The other one that's like that is Chex. I don't know anybody that eats Chex for breakfast. Oh, Chex? My daughter every morning. Oh. Right. I don't know, I don't know any like random. cool people that eat okay. checks for breakfast <laughs> every day. I'm just trying to think of like, oh man, if boring Cheerios is number one, I'm going to go with boring cornflakes is number two. Jose said cornflakes. That is incorrect. Oh, Very close. That's frosted it flakes. Frosted. Oh. Number two was frosted flakes. Number three was honey nut Cheerios. Mm. Oh, Surprising. Was it the overall brand of Cheerios? Fourth was honey bunches of oats. And five, CTC, that's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, it's so good. Brooke, Jose, and I got our questions wrong. We're going to be getting shocked. Somebody wanted to hear Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. In, In New, New York. York. Concrete jungle where dreams are made. I was definitely Alicia, though. Yeah. That, I mean, you guys heard me. I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Forget couples counseling, relationship report cards, oh. or hypnotizing your partner into loving you more. Oh my gosh. Wait, if, that doesn't work? <laughs> no. If you really want to improve your relationship, experts uh -huh. say all you got to do is just Hit up a Six Flags and watch the movie Saw 11. Yup, still sawing. Wait, what? what is going on? Wait, is that the actual title of that movie? No. It's no. <laughs> 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 yep. Still hacking away. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, besides all the hot, steamy scenes in those Saw films, studies what? have shown doing scary and exciting activities as a couple oh. actually increases your attraction to your partner. 
Okay. Activities are always fun. I don't know about I scary mean, activities. No, you're supposed to do scary stuff. Oh, Jack. I'll and tell it, you, when I find a big scary moth in my house, I do love my husband more when he <laughs> saves me from it. And that's all thanks to a phenomenon called misattribution of arousal. Well, <laughs> that is quite the title. Yeah. I feel like I have this before. Wait, but, I a- attributed it wrong. Yeah, basically, <laughs> whenever you do something thrilling or scary, your heart automatically beats faster uh-huh. and your blood pressure goes up yeah. and your fight or flight oh. instincts kick in. And even though that's all happening because of the activity, our dumb brains don't realize that. Oh. And your they- body associates all the excitement and arousal that you're feeling with the person that you're with. Okay. Yeah. And when you watch a scary movie, you like jump and you get closer yeah. to the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, true. that's why every year on Brooke's anniversary, she hangs chainsaws from the ceiling <laughs> above their bed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's not threatening, it's romantic. Yes. I say, I run it. up the stairs, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, don't go in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so now you got some ideas to spice up your next wow. date night. There Maybe I'll just go. lurk outside the window when he's not expecting yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hi, honey, this is foreplay now. Yeah. Hopefully, more hot dating <laughs> tips coming up in Laser Stories next. It's the radio segment that was hired by Taco Bell to turn all their store bathrooms into escape rooms. What the heck? To access the toilet, solve the puzzle. No way. Time is not on your side. (laughs) They're going to be even dirtier than they were before. (laughs) It's Laser Stories, the segment where we read weird news stories around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we've got a laser. Those other splunch wraps just don't. (laughs) This first laser story is out of Vincennes, Indiana. A few nights ago, a 51-year-old named John McKee was driving erratically, and people around him noticed, especially because of the vehicle he was in. More than a few witnesses called 911 when he drove by them in a five-year-old's power wheel. Go so slow. <laughs> <laughs> when officers arrived, they pulled over the large man, flooring it at two miles an hour okay. in his tiny car. Yeah. And they asked him what he was doing, driving the Power Wheels toy down the city streets yeah. with regular cars and traffic. His response was that it wasn't just any car toy. Oh. This one was a Power Wheels Jeep. Oh my god. Cool. My best friend's kids have an Escalade. Wow. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's pretty baller. I was yeah. so jealous of yeah. kids that had these I growing up. I was too. I never had one. The cop noted the car was hard to see because it didn't have any lights or reflectors uh-huh. on it. So again, just to be clear, not street legal. Yeah, why wasn't he just on the sidewalk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like John, all the other kids. John was then arrested after he failed a sobriety test. Oh there my god. That might answer a question for you. Well, you, could, you could still get that behind the wheel of a power wheel. And then they <laughs> tested him at the hospital, and he also had some meth in his system. Oh, Ain't okay. nobody got time for that. So okay. he's facing charges for operating a kid's vehicle while intoxicated. But the slowest meth head driver ever. Ever. Yeah, good thing there's a governor on that yeah. whole thing. The punishment <laughs> could be stiffer than usual, though. He has a previous conviction for something similar when he stole a child's battery-powered digger and drove that to his ex's house. <laughs> mm. uh, why, why not just he's, get, like, an Uber, Because he's showing up like a man. Yeah, yeah that's just going <laughs> to take you back, isn't she? Beep, beep. <laughs> this next laser, outside, story, next laser story is out of Elwood City, Pennsylvania. To work at Burger King, you got to be at least 16 years old. You have to be cool working oh. in a fast-paced environment. Duh. And you have to be able to work well with a team. Okay. But that's not all. A Burger King in Pennsylvania is looking to hire losers. What? 
What the heck? Oh my god. The sign out front said, now hiring losers what? up no. to $14 an hour. Oh no, she did. That's so messed up. Are they up. trying to be funny? Well, people it's were confused, not. just like you are, so a lot of people were stopping and asking management why they would advertise it that way. Which is probably the most inquiries about a job they've had well, in a long time. Well, and how do you feel if you already work there? You're like, wait, <laughs> yeah. is that why yeah. you hired me? Well, <laughs> they told the They told the customers it didn't originally say that. It was supposed to say, now hiring closers, oh. and the C part fell down <laughs> and got caught up underneath the U in yeah. up. So Sadly, there's the picture of it. You could see the C that fell down. But a photo of the sign has been floating around online for That's the last funny. few days. Oh, Finally, someone will hire me. I'm assuming it's been fixed. It's right. unclear if any losers did go in and apply, oh, though. Yeah. Fun fact, that is how I got hired on the show. Let's go to your next laser story out of the Name Game headquarters. Fun. Anyone out there got a unique first name and... Follow-up question, is it a blessing or a curse? Mm. All of our names are kind of generic. I say that because a popular publication went through the Social Security Administration's official list of baby names from last year, and they cherry-picked the weirdest ones. Okay. Each name was given to at least one baby in 2022, but not more than 10. Are okay. we are we naming kids just by emojis yet? It's gonna Is get that happening yet or not yet? <laughs> not quite yet, because here's will. some of the highlights. The weirdest girls' names included Minnow. Banksy, mm. Delight, Katniss, like the Hunger Games character. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of Katnisses out mm-hmm. there. Less than 10, apparently, oh, last oh, year. Interesting. And Sparkle. Aww. <laughs> cute. Is it bad I like all those? Are these pet names or children's <laughs> I names? I don't know. It's cute. Also, Menorah, Canary, yeah. Bethlehem, <laughs> Strawberry, okay. and finally, Cinderella. Wasn't as good. Yeah, she's getting glass slippers for every birthday. (laughs) The boys list is equally odd. There's barley, dragon, Mm -hmm. Texas, the letter U. Oh, Oh, okay. Like hey you. Yeah. Uppercase, obviously. Daytona. Hey, all right. Fender, clever, and I think that's Gilead. From Handsmaid's Tale? No, Gilead. Gilead. G-I-L-E-A-D. I read the book, but you know me and name pronunciation. I yeah. probably didn't yeah. pronounce it right. But it's like Gilead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the boys also have Cotton, Rooster, Chaos, Ruckus, mm-hmm. what? Forbes, Lancelot, and finally, just the word awesome. Oh, Ooh, my God. Yeah. So hectic. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, if you got a kid in elementary school, that sounds like a class list. Yeah, yeah. It, it really does. does. It really... <laughs> Hopefully someone listening has garnered inspiration from that list. So there text in 78592. What's the weirdest baby name you've ever come across? Or if your name is already Barley, yeah. text yeah. in right now. I almost named one of my kids Canyon. Bruh, Boy or girl? It didn't matter. You're right. I can see it either way. Let's go to your next laser story out of Park. Party headquarters. You ever had one too many drinks and gone home with an unfortunate-looking person? Oh, yes. Calm down. And I, mean, I am that person. That I know. I was going to say, I think most people are saying that about us. But yeah. <laughs> well, according to science, that's on you now. Uh-oh. It's not re- on beer? Researchers found <laughs> that the idea that alcohol makes ugly people more attractive may not be true after all. Oh. What? No way, really? That's right. A new study found that beer goggles might just be a myth. What? Previous studies had volunteers look at random photos and rate how attractive people were, but the new study added another wrinkle to that. This time, it was closer to the actual experience of being a single person at a bar, and the volunteers were told they'd actually be meeting the people in the photos. 
Okay. Huh. And for some reason, that made a big difference. Being sober or drunk, it didn't matter. They rated people's looks the same either way. Huh. Oh, Interesting. The study, very... They did find there's another term that we use that is pretty accurate, though. Alcohol really can be like liquid courage. Oh. Yeah, totally. Or a truth serum, or just mommy juice. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of names for it that yeah. turn out to be true. After rating the photos, volunteers were asked to pick the people they wanted to meet up with in person. And after a few drinks, they were almost twice as likely to choose the ones they'd rated as being the hottest. Ah, there you go. So you still think hot people are hot when you're drunk. Oh. You're just, you're, your inhibitions like, are loosened. Yeah. Okay. It's just, yeah, your inhibitions are lowered. Yeah. And you're probably going to go after, like, the less attractive ones when you're feeling confident. Wait, why would you go? <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Why would you go for the less attractive ones when you're feeling confident. Why not go for the more attractive ones? Because you feel like you'll have a higher success rate with the uh, uggos. That's why I said, okay. yeah, higher success rate. I guess. <laughs> In other words, we're definitely more likely to walk right up and shoot our shot if we've had a shot or two first. Right. <laughs> well, this guy had a few drinks the other night, and then he DM'd Selena Gomez. Ooh, did she answer? Only because there was a picture of her on TMZ with food poisoning, and he liked her shade of green. <laughs> He's that into that. Don't judge the turtle for who he's in love with, okay? okay. That sound means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again, same time, on Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You know that feeling when you reach in your jacket pocket and find a $10 bill in there? Ten. Oh, man. Dude, I'm well, stoked about a buck. That's exciting. Yeah, what can you bucks. buy with a buck? I'm just still excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brooke's like, I'm going to buy another dollar. Yeah. <laughs> or when you adjust the seat of your car and you find a half-eaten burrito under there from four yeah. weeks ago. That's where it and you're went. you're like, oh, awesome. Lunch. Bro. I thought that smell in my car was me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, one guy in France just had the ultimate version of that happen. Because he bought an old house and decided he wanted to remodel the kitchen. Okay. Oh. And after just one swing. 40-year-old burrito. <laughs> not that. Oh. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> After just one swing of his sledgehammer, he uncovered something that had been hidden there for who knows how long. Oh. And it completely Treasure. changed his life for the better. Yes. Oh, my God. You're going to hear what it was coming up <laughs> at 710. Okay, looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you cannot miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All night seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't you want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Oh, and start over with the Roses. Oh, on Shit's Creek and see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? 
I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. With the world going crazy right now, Inflation out of control. Yeah. Everybody could use a little extra money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. Are, you, are we giving out money? Yeah, what do you got? Where well no, that's that's not what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, you made it sound this isn't like, like a big promotion. Uh, I think you should have rewrote that first sentence you said then. <laughs> we uh, all broke Cancel, yeah. delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Okay. I'm just saying, what if it was already sitting there right in your house, ripe for the plucking? Wait, money? Money's in yeah. my house already? I'm not talking about taking out all your copper plumbing and reselling it on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm the talking about is a good idea though. It oh, is. God, but I am talking about amazing treasures found hiding inside people's attics. They <gasps> never knew that were there oh, that are actually oh, worth a fortune. I love these stories. I love these stories too. They're so fun. I bring it up cuz recently a list came out of the craziest unexpected items people discovered inside their houses that they either didn't know or forgot was in there these and it got great. them a huge payday. Wow. I wish I had a Van Gogh or something up there. Yeah, you know, exactly. give me a Monet in my attic. Okay. Like, <laughs> let's start with this one out of Normandy, France. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, got to live somewhere like that to get something good. <laughs> well, this just happened a few months ago, too. A Frenchman inherited a property when his relative passed away. Okay. And he moved into the house, decided to knock down a wall to make the kitchen bigger. Oh, well. 
Okay. All right. Uh, Clearly, he already has money. <laughs> yes, but he's yeah. exactly. Going. But after his first hit with a sledgehammer, he discovered a solid gold bar popped out from the hole. What? What? Oh, Grandma's just putting solid gold bars behind the drywall. The first hit. First hit. So he reached his hand in and he pulled out another gold bar. No, get out of here. And another. And another. Dude, if that happened in my hometown, it'd just be bricks of meth that they would be (laughs) Which arguably could be worth even more money. Oh, true. true. Ultimately, they removed 220 pounds of gold bars. And the Frenchman's hidden treasure was valued at over $4 million. Oh, my God. Where's that episode of Fixer Upper? Yeah. Where Chip knocks a wall down and a bunch of diamonds explode out. Yeah, why is it always got to be shiplap behind that stuff? (laughs) Also, in 2015, there was a homeowner who found an oil painting of a solemn-looking man sitting up in his loft. Okay. Apparently, it had been stored up there for a decade and was initially valued by an auctioneer at just 350 bucks. Okay. The bad that I'd be like, oh my God, 350 bucks is a treasure. Sell it. Seriously. They told him it's going to cost you at least $100 just to list it. So are you sure you want to do that? And sometimes Mm. more to refurbish them, too. Yeah, totally. So he was like, ah, yeah, fine. Just go ahead. Sell it. Oh. But during the auction, someone in the audience noticed that it was actually a 16th century Renaissance piece from an artist called El Greco. Get out of here. And suddenly the whole room was buzzing. See, this is why I should have paid attention to my heart history class. (laughs) $157,000 later, the painting was sold. So lucky. I got from my grandmother these, like, sketches on foil. Okay. And they're signed by one of the Barrymores, like the Barrymore family. Like Drew Barrymore's family, who are a huge Hollywood family. And my grandmother was, like, obsessed with Hollywood. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be... Filthy. Yeah. Was the tinfoil wrapped around no. one of those meth bricks? I looked him up, and there's like apparently Drew Barrymore's grandfather was pumping these things out oh, like nobody's business. Yeah. yeah. They were worth, I think, $60. Oh. Yeah. You know? They're like, you got to pay us to give it yeah, away. Exactly. <laughs> Not even the Barrymore's want him back. Oh. You know? Oh. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the craziest <laughs> hidden treasures people found inside their homes that turned out to be worth a small fortune. Wow. In 2012, a man named Michael Rohrer had his great aunt pass away, mm. so he was the one tasked out with cleaning out her Virginia house. Oh, guessing he's not happy about that. Yeah, I mean, that's a big task, <laughs> yeah. deciding what to keep and what to throw out oh, from an entire gosh. home. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Very last item in the back of the attic was an old comic book collection. Dude, comic books are valuable, Come and especially on. with the resurgence of Marvel and DC Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. But he didn't think anything of it because they just didn't seem that special. Oh, yeah. yeah, They seemed very dusty. They weren't like preserved specially. They were just yeah. hidden away. So he thought, maybe I should throw these in the dumpster. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe I should take them home. Mm-hmm. Luckily, took them home. Okay. Started looking them up online yeah. and realized he was holding an original Batman comic <gasps> from 1940. Whoa. Oh, see, an original. That's which... when he wet himself and ruined the whole comic. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Once he changed out of those dirty drawers, yes. yeah. he found out it sold a month later for a staggering three and a half million dollars. <gasps> Million? Oh. Are you kidding me? One comic. Bruce oh, Wayne bought it himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a couple over in Scotland who bought a plant in a vase at a garage sale. A plant? They, Wait, I've never heard of a valuable plant. They really love this plant. Okay. okay. So they brought it home. When the plant died, 
They just put the vase up in their loft and forgot about it. Okay. Ten years later, the Antiques Roadshow TV show came by. Oh, I oh. love that show. Oh. And I that's when watch. they found the ugly vase that was highly desirable, <gasps> turns out. Why? It was made by a world-famous Art Nouveau icon and was worth over $60,000. Oh, oh, my vase. And they just like the plant in it. <laughs> But it was on Antiques Roadshow, so even that announcement was still boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and finally, in 2013, a Norwegian family had inherited a piece of artwork that was a fake. Oh, okay. They didn't find yeah. out that this was a fake. They already knew because it was laid out in the will as a copy of a famous uh, Vincent Van Gogh piece called Sunflowers. Okay, well, that's okay. good. At least they're Dude, not like... Sunflowers is like... I mean, he did iconic. so many sunflowers, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But even good fakes can still be appraised for a nice chunk of change. Oh, sure. Really? Like, probably about five grand if it's a good oh, fake. Oh. They decided, let's still appraise it and see what we can get for it. And ended up getting the shock of their lives when what? the appraiser came back and told them, this is not a fake. What? It's a legit what? Van Gogh. What? Shut up. And experts all over the country were no. allowed to come look at it. They all agreed, true Van Gogh. Whoa. Oh, my That's goodness. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Which, it's a priceless painting. It was estimated that it would fetch over $100 million if it oh, went to auction. Oh, my goodness. But... There is no record that the family has ever put it up for sale. Wow. They're just going to keep it? Oh, I bet they like... put it down and, like, lost it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After all that? <laughs> it's, like, in the back of the cupboard oh, somewhere. No. Oh, my god! They're just rich already. Yeah. So like, let's have a Van Gogh in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Only, only a hundred million? <laughs> yeah, What's the point? Yeah, we'll use it as a blanket. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So anyway, go check out your attics and your lofts oh, and your basements. Might be like a couple million dollars. No, 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 no. Send them to us. We'll appraise them for I'm you. Oh, yeah. You can trust us. <laughs> Phone tap's coming up next. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. If you visit a doctor for something going on with your body, yeah. first of all, ew. But okay, <laughs> it's fine. And uh, let's say that doctor comes back with a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. You tend to believe them. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you need to have trust in your medical professionals sure but every once in a while skeptics might go for a second opinion but for the most sure. part you trust a doctor's word mm -hmm. yeah. that's why today it's perfect for brooke to pose as a medical expert who's involved in a sleep study <laughs> and uh -oh. she calls a guy to tell him the shocking results of his recent clinic visit uh -oh. and it doesn't yeah. matter what he says because this is science mm -hmm. and her <laughs> diagnosis is always right on uh -oh. you're gonna hear what she has to tell him in your phone tap right now it's another phone tap weekday mornings on the 20s Hello? Hi, Chris. Yeah, who's this? This is Dr. Beth Wankett from the sleep clinic. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi, doctor. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, you were recently in for a study, I believe. I'm, I'm just going over your results right now. Yeah, my wife had me going. I didn't even know I was snoring. Oh, yeah. I see that here that you were having some issues. Yeah, she, she told me it was pretty loud actually so uh, i'm not even really sure what i can do to fix it okay well according to everything we've found the results are showing that you have a small penis <laughs> i'm sorry what oh sorry i misread that unusually small wait i'm not following what's happening here oh. you're from the what clinic the sleep clinic that you were recently at yeah i I'm guessing okay, someone yeah. didn't explain to you the study we've been doing for years now. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say no. Nobody told me about anything 
Okay. Well, let me explain. Uh, we found a strong correlation between how loud a man snores and how small his situation is. Uh, okay. So yours um, is on the lower end of the but, smallest end. I was there, and they did some tests with my breathing, and nobody uh-huh. ever did any kind of – no, I didn't show that to anybody. Oh, we didn't have to see it. We can just tell. It's part of the comprehensive test where we measure uh, your REM cycles, your brain waves, oxygen levels in your blood, and, you know, what? all of it turned out to be an exact match for other people we've had in the study who've been also – extremely miniature maybe that's just a coincidence but it's not it's not a coincidence okay well it must be because i don't have an unusually small penis like yeah that's what the other subjects said also until we had them come back Uh in and attempt to prove it right we hear that a lot i don't need to prove it to you i'm no you're right we don't we we already did that but that's not it's not true Mm. you don't know anything about me or anything about my manhood Mm. or anything like that. I hear you uh, getting upset, and I understand. You know, that anger, it's your body lashing out against its own smallness. No, no, it's not my body being angry. It's like, I I don't... Sir, this is science. So um, we're finding that you and other subjects in your size category, they lash out in other ways while sleeping. I'm guessing you also experience a lot of rapid eye and leg movements. I mean, we definitely no, no, that. but no, I don't, I don't do any leg movements. Yeah, no leg movements. That's interesting. I'll make a note because you probably don't have any movement below the waist. Oh, okay, Blood's like, just not circulating down there like it should. Are, are you just trying to be offensive now? No, you're, you're oh, trying gosh. to be offensive. No. I, what is the point of this study? Because I thought it was to stop me from snoring, and now you're going to fix it. How? Giving me a bigger pee? No, no. <laughs> We can't do that, unfortunately. But I would like to know, do you have a ruler handy? No, we're not doing that. You're right. I wasn't going to do it. I was going to have you do it in the privacy Nobody's of your own home. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. There's no need for that. Well, you're the one that signed up for this study, sir. So it... No, actually, my wife did. And this mm. must be a joke because this isn't science, Again, what you're telling me. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. and I res- Yeah, you I... don't sound like a doctor. I am. I'm Dr. Wankit. And I would appreciate oh, if you call me by my professional okay. name. Okay, Wankit. Right. Okay, right. Listen, it's just like... You don't want to do the work, okay? Take a deep breath. What work? Even if it was true that I had a penis that was unusually small, like you said, what work can I do Are to you, stop my snoring let's get for a my picture. wife? Let's get a picture. No. And if you could just set something next to it for comparison, maybe like me? a thimble. My or... doctor's calling me, asking me for a dick pic. You want me to send it to your personal number? Yeah, that would be helpful. Or my email, drwanket at gmail.com. Dr. Wanket, right. Yeah. Dr. Wanket. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Now you're laughing. Now now this is a funny thing. See, you're very unprofessional and this really is a doctor and I, I, ha- I people have are to... gonna find out about this. People are gonna find out about this because it's actually right. a phone tap. What do you I, I'm not Dr. Wankit. I know you wanted me to be. What? And your wife wanted me to be because she's the one that set you up for a phone tap. This is Brooke from Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. I got <laughs> You made me very uncomfortable, ma'am. Yes. I'm sweaty. It was her idea. It was her idea. She just wanted to mess with you because you've bet. been so anxious about your sleep study. Yeah, well, now somebody's <laughs> going to call me and be like, oh, we have these really serious results for you. And I'm going to, like, hang up on them. Well, you'll hang up because you already know the root of the cause. I, mean, I get it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about my micro <laughs> 
It's very tiny, so oh my god, so small. (laughs) Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the twenties. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We didn't want to do it, but one of our listeners gave us no other choice. Uh oh. On today's show, we banned our first listener from appearing on a second date ever again. Had to throw the hammer down. Dude, the first time? Yeah. That's crazy. That means we have really low standards. Yeah. (laughs) Because look, we warned them. We tried to stop them. Yeah. But it didn't matter what we said, what we did. They went there. Yeah. And it got so out of control that we had to take extreme measures. So you're going to hear exactly what they did to get themselves permanently banned from wow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Ouch. You got 86 from our show. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to do that for years. That's yeah. a new low. <laughs> it's second date update. It's coming up. Okay, looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you cannot miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't you want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Oh, and start over with the Roses oh, on Shit's Creek and see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen 
a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Second date update. Any dating app that you log into, there's all these acronyms that you have to know for what you're looking for. Oh, yeah. You know, like LTR, long-term relationship. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. There's DTR, define the relationship. Uh, FWB, friends with baked goods. Oh, no, yep. that's not right. <laughs> but that's why I, I like those. Yeah. Those are good friends. I mean, baked goods are a benefit, yeah. but it's really friends with benefits. Brooke has so many FWBs. <laughs> yeah, it's, I did notice that. You it's know amazing. how much I love scones. But <laughs> what happens when somebody reaches out to us and they're not really sure what they want exactly? They just want to see him again. Oh, that's okay. sweet. I think and that's, that's pretty cool. common. That's what Thomas says he's hoping for. A JWS, just want to see. Like that. I don't like I don't like it either. That's not gonna catch up. Well, that's yeah. what Thomas wants, so okay. you guys have to get over it. We don't get an opinion. Welcome well. to the show, Thomas. Hey guys. Hey Thomas. <laughs> so I take it you don't use JWS on your dating profile, right? Already? I had never heard that one until you just did it. So okay, yeah. good. that makes sense. I, yeah. I think we're making dating history right now. So yeah. tell us about the girl that you JWS. It's not going to catch on. Uh, so I went out to a bar with a bunch of friends. And, you know, at a bar, there's like your crew and then another crew and another uh, crew and another crew. Yeah. We, we sort of all knew each other, but like not close friends. That makes sense. But I like that sometimes. You're like, oh, dude, this is so-and-so. I used to work with him yeah. and, and his yeah. friend, yeah. And, now, and now you're Except all friends. Except for I hate it when I'm like, and I don't remember your name. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so you didn't meet on a dating app? You met IRL? Yes. Okay. Do, will you not Jeff, do... You don't sound cool if that's what you I'm think. sounding uncool by doing that. That means Jeff. in real life. Yeah. No, I know. Oh, okay. I just know. don't yeah, use that. Okay. I don't know. Some people are away. I think you sound cool. Some no, people stop. I it. Anyway, tell us about the girl that you met IRL. <laughs> so this in real life girl that I met, uh, it was kind of cool. I had a, a friend from another group come over and she was like, hey, there's a girl over there. She's really interested in you. And she's like, you should, oh. you should really go over and talk to her. Mm-hmm. Okay, good wing woman move there. All right. Sure. On point. Yeah, well, well done wing woman, right? <laughs> uh, so she points me over to Chelsea, and, and I go over to Chelsea, and I'm talking to her. And conversation is, it's clunky at best. Clunky? <laughs> it's not really great conversation. I, you know. Why do you say that? What, what made it not a, a great conversation? Just the the questions from both sides were very dumb because we were kind of nervous. Yeah. Oh, do you like music? And she's like, yeah, I like music. (laughs) Yeah. And then she's like, do you like food? And I'm like, 
Oh. oh yeah, food's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've written a whole joke about this. It's so but, true. Oh, but it's probably that this girl, I mean, usually in my experience with girl groups, right? Like if you're gonna send somebody over to talk to a dude, it's because you're shy. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. she's just shy and, and just trying to find generic middle ground, right? Yeah. What kind of food? Okay, she's, let's pivot to this. She sounds like they didn't get there though. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well actually oddly enough, so so she was like, let's grab a drink. So we did. Okay. Good idea. And it smoothed things out. It was it was pretty good. And then we finished the one. And she's like, "Can we go back to your place?" What? <laughs> After one drink? Wow. Not so shy now, bro. No, it's always the shy girls. It's always <laughs> the shy girls. Uh, you gotta find, watch out for. I need to find a shy girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think your did you like food comment really yeah. really did a number on it. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Smooth operator. What can I say? Well done. Dude. Okay. So okay. So you guys leave the bar. Yeah, we grabbed an Uber. We went back to my place. What are you thinking in your head? Are you, like, stoked? Are you nervous? Where are you at? I was sort of like, okay, well, I guess this is this is happening. So <laughs> we get back to my place. I open the door. And my God, this lady, she's going at me Whoa. like a movie-level movie makeout. We're knocking stuff Attaboy. off the wall. Wow, dang. I did not see that coming. Knock everything off that table, bro. It, it was it was insane. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, she just is like, oh, sorry, I can't do this. Oh. And I'm like, okay, well, we don't have to. We, if you want to hang out, by all yeah. means, let's just chill. Hmm. And she apologized, apologized, grabbed her coat, and left. What? Oh, she left? Yeah. That's so weird that she would turn it on, like, so hot and then immediately yeah. flip to cold. Yeah. yeah, completely off. Huh. So I texted her, like, the next day. I'm like, hey, you know. How are you? Like, like, I mean, the conversation went back to clunk. Back to clunk. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure, like, when she left originally, you were probably thinking, okay, she's going to be our B. Oh, ah! oh, my gosh. We're... <laughs> okay. <laughs> FML right now. Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, <laughs> SMH, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, Jeff laughs. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you guys are getting into this. I know you say you don't like it. Uh, I mean, but you kind of like it. <laughs> Maybe she, like, was actually, you know how girls say, women will say, oh, I'm not one of those type of girls? Like, uh-huh. maybe she really wasn't. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, like She's never had a one-night stand. Maybe. Tried. Yeah. We could speculate forever on the maybes. Let's get a definite answer. We're going to play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Chelsea, and we'll try and get you your second date update, okay? Sounds great. All right, BRB. Second date update. One of our listeners had a hookup that sounds like it lasted about 30 seconds. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> it's, it's 10 seconds longer than my average. Oh, wow. Jeff. But the difference here is afterwards, my partners usually hang around for an average of two minutes. Uh-huh. Oh. Thomas's date, though, she was out the door instantly. Oh, man. Now, she stopped the hookup right as it started, basically, yeah. and said, look, I'm sorry. I just can't do this. I got to go. Which is weird because she's the one who insisted that they go back to his place originally. Oh, she initiated all of it. Mm -hmm. She kissed him first. She asked him to go back. So now Thomas is just really confused, and we're committed to helping him out. Yeah, we are. In fact, Brooke is even willing to finish the hookup with you, Thomas. Look at that, Brooke. Way to step up for our (laughs) listeners. Good job. Is it going to be another minute or how long? (laughs) Yeah, I'm up for whatever you want. Okay. Maybe maybe that's the problem, Thomas. (laughs) You need to play a little hard to get in this game. Yeah, I was pretty thirsty, bro. I I know, like, reflecting (laughs) on this, what do you think? Why do you think she left?
Honestly, I don't know. She seemed really uh, gung ho, and everything was going great. And then I don't know. Is gung ho the word? Uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Like that <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like he had bad breath or something, right? Like, I'm just thinking, oh, like, something you, may have turned her off. You know what? Yeah. I'm almost, I would almost hope it's something simple like that. So he could be like, oh, next time I'll That's true. pop a yeah, mint or point. something, you, you know? It, yeah. <laughs> you can't fix it unless you know. I guess, mm-hmm. do you have bad breath, bro? Do you know? No, I'm pretty sure I don't. I go to the dentist every six months, you know, the oh. use. Hey, wow. Okay, that's more than I wow. think everyone here. That's a lot. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's just give her a call. We'll see what she has to say if she answers. So I'm going to dial Chelsea's number right now. You ready? Yep. All right, man. Here we go. Hello? Hey, I'm looking for Chelsea. This is Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. My name is Jeff from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi. What's up? Hi, Chelsea. Uh, hello. That's hello. Brooke there. And that's hi. Jose. Hi. That's Alexis. How can I help you? Uh, <laughs> we're doing a segment on our show called A Second Date Update. That's where we help our listeners reconnect with someone after what they thought was a really good date. And so you, you met a guy out the other night. His name was Thomas. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. What'd you say about Thomas? I just said, oh, jeez. Oh. oh. I thought you said juice. I thought it was like, oh, boy. Yeah. No. <laughs> not that. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm not sure what to take from that yet, but Thomas that, yeah. told us about the night that you guys spent together, and it sounded pretty good. Exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. A little bit of a short night. Mm-hmm. But it sounded kind of hot. Not yeah. going to lie. And so he's a little bit confused about how things ended and why exactly, because it sounds like you took off from his apartment pretty quick. Wow, this is so awkward. What the heck? Yeah. yeah. But uh, also, got to think it's pretty awkward to leave a makeout like halfway through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, days later, you're still not responding to him. And so he just has a bunch of questions and doesn't know where to get the answers. Okay. 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 Yeah. So Can we're hoping we you have the answer. Yeah, so it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really liked him and stuff, but mm-hmm. he said, um, like, while we were kissing and stuff, he said, oh, I so want to date you. And I want to date you? Yeah, I want to date you. And mm-hmm. this, like, mm-hmm. sort of slapped me back to reality. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Are you, are you not looking to date right now? That's not fine. Hook up yeah, with someone. You're not trying to be like, yo, I can't wait for us to get married. Yeah. It I is mean, kind of a weird thing to say mid makeout On your <laughs> first hangout. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, now it's like a commitment if they follow through. Well, it is like a bar thing where you just like looking yeah. for like a one night stand, which yeah. is fine. Totally fine. Yeah. You're but an adult. I mean, Maybe the words came out weird. I think he just meant he was having a good time and he couldn't wait to go out with you. Like Very similar. Officially. I guess. Yeah. Maybe just don't say anything, though, during that. Yeah. Just one letter off, Jeff. Maybe yeah. she doesn't want future plans. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I just felt bad because I got the impression that he kind of liked me. And, um, like, the truth of the matter is I totally have a boyfriend. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah. I did okay. not see that coming. No. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. Oh. So, wait, wait you were oh. cheating on your boyfriend? I mean... If you want to look at it that way, but how I... <laughs> yeah. Would your boyfriend look at it that way? I'm not sure. You're not sure? Oh. Is this like an open relationship? Well, here's the thing. I feel like he might understand because really it was for his benefit. Mm-hmm. We've been together for several years now. And Whoa. like, I felt like 
I needed to zhuzh up the situation a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't understand. I think I do, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just going to, like, you know, go and hook up and see what, you know, see what's good, what's fresh, what's new. Mm-hmm. Like, bring it back so, home, you know? And then bring it back home. So, oh, so, you, uh, so you guys I are, know, like, into boring stuff right now and you needed new ideas? Is that where you... Yeah, pretty much. I think I'm getting the idea here. So, Chelsea, you were interested in Thomas just from a purely physical standpoint to see what you could learn from him. But when he started mentioning dating, Um, then it crossed the line. Right. Yeah. It's interesting because, like, talking to Thomas on the phone, he wouldn't probably be my go-to tutor. (laughs) I I don't think so. That is extremely rude, Brooke. It's extremely rude, especially because he's listening to this right now and literally heard that. And he heard everything that Chelsea said because, Chelsea, I need to let you know, Thomas has been there. That's okay. I kind of, like... It's good that he hears this because I I didn't know how to say it at the time and like I didn't know how to respond. It's heck. All right, well, Thomas, go ahead, say hello. Chelsea, you're a total asshole. Oh, Oh, I did not see that coming either. No clunky words there. Or was that a suggestion for uh, a love move? Oh yeah, are you into that stuff or no? I'm not gonna no. I'm not gonna help you cheat on some dude because then I'm the. No, oh, I don't yeah. care what your side is. You need to tell people that. You need to figure that shit on your own. But you don't oh. use me to ruin. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Well, okay. Those are valid, He's valid right. points. But, but she didn't technically go all the way through with it. It doesn't matter. Well, oh, some so you'd be totally fine if your girlfriend made out with some dude and then came home and was like, I, I didn't. Them. Well, I don't know. If she came home with a cool new skill because of it, I might be like, oh, well, well, thank you, sir. Jeff would be like, bring him over. I'd like to meet him. I know. I wonder what else I could learn. Okay, look it. I'm, you know. Oh, you're a We gotta be careful here. We're a family friendly show. Rain it in. If you wanted to find out what happened, here it is. We don't need to be calling me names. Yeah. You need to apologize for that one, I think. But get out of here. You won't say it again. Brooke, you said he wouldn't be a good tutor. (laughs) (laughs) The first time she's telling somebody that, like, whatever, keep going. Here's the thing, Chelsea. Why don't you just open with that with any dude at the bar? If you walked up to a hot guy at a bar and you said, hey, listen. I don't want anything tonight except for this because this is what I want to learn. I think you could teach me some new things. You're telling me a dude wouldn't turn that like I would no, turn it down. No e- way. Yeah. I would turn it down. You could find really? eight other guys though that would Absolutely. say yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Eight other right. guys that would say yes. Like why not lead with the truth? Mm-hmm. I don't hate that idea. You might be right. Yeah, she is right. Not every guy <laughs> has morals or standards. Some dudes are like, cool, this is the best scenario ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like Jose's trying to volunteer to help you out. No, <laughs> I will never, ever cheat. Never oh. have, never will. You Not have morals record. and standards? Absolutely. What? Oh, my I God. I have never cheated in my life. Never will. God, relationships are so complicated these days. Yeah. No, it's not that complicated not to cheat on your boyfriend exactly. or girlfriend. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> It feels like you two have a lot of things to say to each other. I don't have anything to and say to Chelsea. And maybe that would be a good thing to say <laughs> when you guys are looking at each other face to face. No, Jeff. Over a dinner, perhaps? No, not a dinner, because we can't make it a date. Maybe, like, lunch. I think I'm done with this person because he just called me a whore, and you can't really step back from that. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 hold on. I just said the truth, you whore. No. Oh, anyway. Okay, guys, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. I'm out. That's not working. All right. Gotta go. Yeah. Oh.
yeah. And it's turning me on when he uses that language, no. but uh, that's not going to work for this phone call. Jeff, yeah. you get oh, over you here. you guys, stop it. You can be flustered. What is going on? Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We just got done talking about it in Oof. studio. And I just want all the listeners to know we have banned Thomas from ever appearing on this show again. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I understand he was upset, but you just can't go that low, man. Yeah, you no. just can't. It's, it's just too low. It's the first number that we've ever actually added to the show Blacklist. But yeah. <laughs> look, he crossed the line. So sorry to any listeners that heard that. And an even bigger apology to our editor, who has to use <laughs> way more bleeps than yeah. we've ever probably had to use before. Uh, Get to clicking. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. But look, that type of language is absolutely not tolerated here. No, Unless we know for sure the microphones are off. Yeah, then we're Stop. like, no. That is not true. Oh, it's, oh, it's all the time. Excuse no. me. No. All, the time, yeah, all the time. No language like yeah. that. I just want to make that very clear. Oh, yeah. But uh, not even sad that we couldn't get him a second date. No. Yeah, he didn't deserve really. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the whole thing was kind of screwed up from the beginning. It really was. Yeah. yeah I mean, she's not greatly innocent either, but yeah. he took the cake. He really yeah. did. So, look, if there's anybody out there with a clean mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or semi-clean. Yeah. I mean, we, we go a little dirty. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's not mean. Yes. Yeah. Please, email our show and we can call the person who isn't calling you back. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Management surprised me recently by hiring a bodyguard to come protect me on Fridays when I sing my song of the week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Big time. Yeah. And at first I thought, wow, that's cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> but in true radio fashion, find out they hired someone who already works here. Oh, yeah. Always got to do two jobs in radio. <laughs> yeah. his, his name's Ashton. Oh. And he's our technical director. Uh-huh. And... Let's just say he's not your stereotypical bodyguard type. Yeah, he's a smaller guy. He's about yeah. five foot four, uh-huh. 90 pounds Maybe. after a full meal. Yeah. And might actually be the kindest, sweetest person you'll ever yeah. meet. I mean, he's, I he's, I he's actually him. laughing at this right now, yeah. which is not he's, very intimidating, Jeffrey. But you know what? You. I know deep down there is a bulldog inside of him. Yeah. Oh. No, I said a bulldog. <laughs> Not, not a little kitten. Yeah. I, I'm going to let him prove it right now okay. by saying something extremely Ooh. intimidating into the oh. microphone oh. Turn the mic to on. scare all of our listeners. All right, let's fade down the music. Ashton, <laughs> unleash right. your inner dog. Go, dude. Let me at him. Oh! <laughs> yeah! All he, right. he flexed his muscles. You hear that? Okay. How was that? You better watch out, Stan. Yeah. Because I'm going to sit this dog on you. I feel safe finally to sing my brand new song of the week. Let's do it coming up at 810. <laughs> okay, looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you cannot miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must. Must watch shows, dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't you want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Oh, and start over with the Roses oh, on Shit's Creek and see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 
16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, it's time for Young Jeffrey's brand new song of the week. Okay. And you guys know I'm always trying to be an advocate for the little guy. The underappreciated members of our society okay, who yeah. work their tails off but never seem to get the credit that they deserve. Ooh, oh, man. Important. Yes, preach. Looking at you, Jeff Bezos hairstylist. I see you. <laughs> Good I work. Know. Just the one hair. It's I don't the think one there's hair any hair huh. on Bezos's. <laughs> there's one. Why do you think that is? Oh, Hairstylist okay. working hard. Okay. But you know what? There's another group of people who've been having a pretty rough go of it lately. I'm talking about. Restaurant workers of the world. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking out for them today because I know over the last year, a lot of food places have had to limit their capacities, mm-hmm. take less in person customers, or even just shut down completely. Oh, no, so many restaurants have gone under. It's so sad. And because of that, millions of waiters and waitresses, 
busboys and girls and chefs and chefettes. They've all chosen to leave the industry altogether. I think we just yeah. go chefs even oh, for it, women, okay. too. Yeah. I'm trying to be inclusive. Yeah, okay. I, know. I understand. So now there's even less wait staff doing more work, oh, putting yeah. in longer hours, staying uh-huh. on their feet all day, and still not getting paid enough. Oh, and, and people are complaining. Right. Yeah. On top of it, customers are ruder than ever. Awful. Obviously, I had to write a special song for all the restaurant workers who've been going harder than ever to keep everybody fed. Nice. This is like your tip. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count, though. That's oh, yeah. why instead of singing the hit song by Doja Cat and SZA, Kiss Me More, Ooh. it's Young Jeffrey's Tip em More. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. Love I the love message. It. All right. I'm going to point when I'm ready. Point. Rush to get you your lunch and refill your diet sprite. <laughs> they help patrons rock in those aprons, play into your appetite. So you should tip them all, cause they help you and handle all your food. Oh, oh, don't be difficult asking for stuff that is not on the menu. Each and every day, customers complain. State could use more flame. Ooh, blah, 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 blah. Fries aren't the shape I want them. Salad wasn't strange. I don't like romaine. Send it back again. Ooh, blah, 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 blah. I want to change up my order. With people, there's always something. No blueberries in their muffin. Pancakes are too fluffy, fluffy. Keep asking for food adjustments. No chicken inside their nuggets. No gluten, but still want dumplings. While waiting up for refunding They gotta be huffing something Customize how they want the dish They get the mahi-mahi without the fish Order the surf and turf with a major twist When the chef finds out, man, he gon' be pissed still No matter how ridiculous or like a genie They gon' grant your wish Even Aladdin never had a friend like this Like a pencil sharpener work for tips Give them more, it's just money To show your gratitude Oh, oh Additional, cause you owe them for taking your abuse. Oh, oh, oh. Grossly underpaid, working holidays, split the check eight ways. Oh, na, 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 na. Don't be so cheap, they earned it. Shirt is mustard stained, kids are going insane. Every day is the same. Ooh, la, 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 la. Come on now, they all deserve it. Give them respect, they need to pay the rent. Cash is better than any compliment. Stacking the bills for your server, Martin. Making it rain up in this olive garden. No dispatches on meals. Ketchup bottle refills. Glasses getting so chill, they know that. Cocktails with the fruit peels, they know that. If you, I gotta go, you can take your food on the road. Yeah, they got us. Ask the server, he'll bag it all up. Boxing more things than Logan Paul does. Big smile on her face. Balance 20 plays. All down her arms and face like Cirque du Soleil. Please tip them more. And the bus boy, they clean up after you. Oh, oh, oh. it's reciprocal. If you stiff them, put loogies in your suit. Oh, oh, oh. 
Polish up the spoons, all the shakers too. Brought a meal to you. Go on, na na na. Show them all that you support them when the meal is through. You know what to do. Add a zero or two. Ooh la 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 la. Understaff, so please reward them. Radio people also famously not tipped in yes. the industry. Yeah, we're not. No, we don't hey, tipped, by the way, uh, you know. Jeff, there was a hair in my song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if I could get it for free. Yeah, you know what? I should probably speak to the manager about that. I am so, so sorry. Can I comp this song for you? Yeah, I would appreciate This song is song. on the house, everybody. Oh, I apologize. It's so nice of you. Told you that after he listened to the whole thing. Uh, I know. You know? That's how it always works. Yeah. But yeah, you know, to all the servers and all just the restaurant workers out there who Thank are. You. You're keeping it going for yes. us. Thank you. Thank keep your you. heads up, keep your chins up. You have Brooke Fox coming to give you a bunch of money. Yeah. Hey, I tip well. I she tip does. Well. She does. That's right. So text them to 78592 and tell us what you thought about the new song of the week. Yeah. We're going to have the video up on the Brooke and Jeffrey YouTube with the lyrics there. It'll also be up on the Brooke and Jeffrey Instagram and on our TikTok and everywhere that <laughs> yeah. you can find our videos. And share with your favorite restaurant. Yes, yeah. please. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We're still getting texts into 78592 about my new song of the week. All right. If you missed it, instead of singing the hit song Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and SZA, mm-hmm. I sang my own version called Tip Em More <laughs> for all the restaurant workers out there. Yeah. Because yeah. they're understaffed and mm-hmm. overworked oh, and they man. really need a good shout out during all this craziness that's been going on in the world today. Yeah. Seriously. We got a text that came into 78592 that said, I work as a line cook at a breakfast place and Ugh. we just heard your song. That was awesome. Yay. We were all dancing around and I may have accidentally put some horseradish oh. onto somebody's pancake. <laughs> <laughs> but if they complain, it's not my fault. I'm blaming it on Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Yeah. It's a spicy short stack. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Horse cakes. Another text came in that said, My sister works crazy hours as a waitress, and she's always exhausted and so stressed out when she gets home. Where can I play this song for her? Oh, you have the answer. That's right. If you missed it or you want to share it with a very deserving person in the restaurant industry, head on over to the Brooke and Jeffrey YouTube. It's also on Facebook, TikTok, or our Instagram page, at Brooke and Jeffrey. It's like sweet powdered sugar on top of your French toast. Mm, And a little bit of horseradish, too. I still eat it. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We've got another first-time player to the show. Her name is Tyler, and she is a mental health counselor. She says her favorite person on the morning show is Brooke. Not because she actually likes Brooke, but because her (laughs) husband's name is also Michael. So whenever she hears Brooke (laughs) complaining about her husband, Tyler's like, yeah, tell Michael. Tell him to go shove it. (laughs) Yeah, yell at Michael more. What a coincidence. There's not very many Michaels in the world. No. Tyler. Oh, God, just a couple. (laughs) Happy to have you on the show, Tyler. How are you doing? All right. How are you all doing? Uh, What's the most annoying thing your Michael did today? Um, He had to leave for work at like 530 in the morning and I was still sleeping. Oh, yeah. He woke you up. Oh, just to say goodbye. Oh, that's sweet. And it made you mad? Believe it or not, I give my Michael a little kiss every day when I leave the house. And then she Isn't that sweet? Where? Yeah. Like... On his cheek, Jeffrey. He's oh. asleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he's asleep. You should be kissing. Could have made this face. a juicy segment, yeah. but no, I guess we're going to keep it G. Let's right. send you out of the studio. 
Sorry, Tyler. Brooke has left. <laughs> Let's go over the rules here. You got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know when you can say pass, but you do have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? As ready as I can be. You got this. Good luck. Your time starts now. September is National Honey Month. True or false, honey never expires. True. Which fast food chain uses the slogan deliciously different? Is it Dairy Queen, Wendy's, or Sonic? Pass. In the famous logo, what is the Morton Salt Girl holding in her right hand? Umbrella. What animated movie features a skunk named Flower? Bambi. The Ruby anniversary celebrates how many years of marriage? Ooh. Well. (laughs) (laughs) That's a solid guess. Speaking of how many years of marriage are you and and Michael at? Four. Four Four years years of marriage. Brooke, do you have any advice for her? God, I'm 11 years of marriage. That's a long time, isn't it? That is. crazy? It's almost triple what Tyler is. (laughs) I have no advice. I hate giving out advice. (laughs) No advice. (laughs) I feel like people who give out advice think that they're doing it right. And I don't know if I'm doing it right. I'm just doing it for me. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, look out for yourself. Is that bad? That is good advice. Do it for you. Yeah, sure. That's high praise coming from a mental health counselor. There you go. Do it for you. I should definitely not give her advice. Jesus. You're setting me up. Tyler says she likes being a mental health counselor because she can easily read people. So, Tyler, what am I thinking about right now in this segment? Oh, God. Something inappropriate, I'm sure. Uh, She got it right. I wish I wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Brooke, your turn. You ready? I'm glad to be here. Me too. Let's go. Your time starts now. September is National Honey Month. True or false, honey never expires. True. Which fast food chain uses the slogan, deliciously different? Is it Dairy Queen, Wendy's, or Sonic? Uh, Sonic. In the famous logo, what is the Morton Salt Girl holding in her right hand? Uh, In her right hand, a yellow umbrella. What animated movie features a skunk named Flower? Aw, Bambi. The Ruby Anniversary celebrates how many years of marriage? Yeah, 25. Okay, we're going to accept those answers and go over the scoreboard to see how you both did with Jose. You're the meanest person I've ever met. (laughs) Bolaños. No one's ever told me that in my life, that I'm the meanest person. Anyway, Tyler, you got three correct today. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Brooke. Yes. You... Same husband, same Same, score, same everything. (laughs) Unfortunately, a tie does go to the house on these, Tyler. She just has a little bit more serious of a job than I do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go over the answers real quick. September's National Honey Month. Honey never expires. Mm. That's a true statement. Yeah, go honey. It's good forever. Fast food chain that uses a slogan deliciously different is Wendy's. Ah, I never knew that. That did not create the impact they yeah. hoped it would. Has not it? stuck yeah. very well. Uh, the famous logo for the Morton Salt Girl, she's holding an umbrella in her right hand, that mm. yellow umbrella. The skunk named Flower you'd find in oh, the animated right. movie Bambi. Aww. And Ruby Anniversary celebrates 40 years of marriage. 40. You guys will both get there someday. I hope so, yeah. There we go, Tyler. I'm sorry we can't give you any money here. But just for playing, you do win a $50 gift card to the Nisqually Redwind Casino Riverwater River Bar and Grill. Yeah. God, there I struggle is. with this every time. Yeah. Your escape from the ordinary only at the Nisqually Redwind Casino. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Do you have any uh, lasting advice for anyone listening? From a mental health counselor? Yeah. Oh, that's a big question, right? Um, 
I guess I'll just stick with our earlier advice. Just be you. Oh, that's okay, nice. Good. Okay, good. I hate sure. myself, though, yeah. so this is going to be a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tyler. <laughs> we'll work on it, Jeffrey. We'll, we'll work on it. it. Maybe I'll sign up with you. Yeah. Thanks for playing. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Bucks. Same time Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.